0: Hello and welcome to another episode of People With Purpose. Uh, today I'm joined by uh, Monsui Tech, who is the host of the Stuff They Should Have Taught You in School podcast. He's also a property investor and entrepreneur uh, who I've uh, got to know a little bit over the last few months. Uh, and this is a, a special episode uh, where we're going to do uh, a joint thing together. Um, and
1: uh, and so uh, Mansui, over to you. Thank you very much, David. Um, hello and welcome to, well, my podcast is called Stuff They Should Have Taught You in School. So for my listeners out there, hello and welcome to Stuff They Should Have Taught You in School. Collaborated with uh, David Roberts' podcast, People With Purpose. So thank you very much for having me on and agreeing to, uh, you know, have a podcast. We met maybe six months ago or so. Yeah, um, so It was great to finally get this podcast Um yeah, on the go.
0: Exactly, exactly. And so, um, and thank you for having me on your show as well. So there you go, a bit of top level reciprocosity. <laughs> easy, easy word to say, reciprocity. And they do say collaboration is the new competition, don't they?
1: Yeah, well, I, I think that, yeah, I mean, it's all about teamwork. I mean, why go against each other when you can work together and actually make something a lot bigger? Yeah. I think the, the old school, yeah, the old school way of thinking was a lot of, Kill the competition and destroy them, outwork them. But now it's a lot more like actually, well, you can leverage them, you can learn from them, you can understand their mistakes and learn from that. They could even understand your mistakes and learn from you. And eventually, you know, they could buy your business or you can buy their business. So
2: yeah, yeah.
0: that's good. That's good. So um, so yeah. So uh, how long has your podcast been going?
1: Uh, just over two years now. I think maybe. Um, two years and two months or something like that okay so you're a so season like yours, yours isn't that
0: isn't that no good, six months it. six months so you're, you're a seasoned campaigner then so uh, something like that yeah. yeah I mean I've
1: been I've managed to keep consistent with the weekly episodes which is um, which is the main thing right
0: yeah definitely definitely and that's what they say they? there's lots of podcasts that have done maybe 20 episodes and and then and called stopped, it a day yeah. and, uh, and you never know when it's gonna, gonna go off. I mean, we were talking a little bit about numbers before, but, uh, but it, mine's kind of quite steady, but I suppose the reason why I'm doing the podcast is partly, uh, because, uh, of my purpose and I want to help as many people as possible find and, uh, you know execute on their purpose so they can make a difference both for themselves and others so it's a bit about getting that message out and uh and and tools and tips and all of that sort of stuff and talking to people like you who are kind of pursuing yours you I know mean, because everyone's got a story to tell but also part of it's a kind of a accountability thing for me as well. I want to get stuff out of my head so that um so that i don't i don't lose it there's this idea of writing a book or a pamphlet mm-hmm. or something like that and audio is quite a good way of getting stuff out of your head
1: and yeah just like a brain dump almost right? yeah
0: yeah exactly public brain dump that's what the people with purpose podcast go, is exactly exactly <laughs> i'm not sure that's going to go down well as a marketing slogan but um uh,
1: maybe not maybe not we can we can jazz it up a little. <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: exactly so uh, so what have you been working on recently
1: Um, so I, um, not sure if you, if I mentioned this to you before when we met, but I am actually studying as well. So I'm studying to become an accountant. So I've been working on that. Um, that's been going on for some years now, um, as they do take some time, but outside of that, I mean, yeah, I work full time as well. So that's, um, not that great, but, um, you know, in the property world and stuff, I mean, obviously I'm doing my podcast regularly. Mm -hmm. Um, I had Amy Rowlandson, Mm -hmm. I did a episode with her. So um her, she has a podcast called Focus on Why. Hmm. I know that you you are on her podcast as well, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So um and then I've been working on some property deals. I mean, I've just in the last 2 months, oh no, since April to now I've onboarded 5 new tenants, completed In the last six months, nine months, three refurb projects, got another fourth one on the go now, should be finished soon, Hmm. Uh, working on a large development HMO deal, which will involve uh, basically creating eventually a 12-bedroom house of multiple occupation, and then building a house on the side as well, so working on getting investors for that. Um, it was quite funny actually because I had some investors and then they pulled they pulled out for various reasons and um, you know it's a learning curve I guess Um, and then I've had I've been getting a lot of deals passed to me actually in the property space um, portfolio landlords and things like this Hmm. Um, and then also working on I did a development project um, where we built nine flats and working on tidying up the outside of that and um Making sure that it's all good, so that we can then sell it potentially, or get a really good valuation and refinance and keep it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. So what's the what's the driver behind? Because it sounds like you're, you're spread pretty thin. It's it it's like am, yes. it's like 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 the, like the like the like the crust on top of a creme brulee, sweet and kind of fulfilling a purpose, but spread
1: spread really thin. So is, so yeah, what's what's the mission? Thin. Well, I've been spread thin for some time now. I'm not going to lie. I mean, uh, there's been many, many days where I've literally pulled over at the motorway service station, called up my boss, told him I've got diarrhea, but I'm actually on my way to go see a property up north or something like that. <laughs> so it's all fun and games, really. But I mean, uh, by the end of this year, my currency should be out of the way. Then I can never touch that again. Yeah. Or maybe pick it up later on um, and focus purely on property and podcasting. Um and generally just like focusing on personal development and getting out there. And that's with the space. I mean, the purpose really is, I think it's really just quite simple is that I just don't want to have to exchange time for money all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, you know, It's come, uh, I've worked too hard already now to this point for the last seven years I've been in this game Mm. and um, to then now go and continue having a nine to five until I'm 65 and then retire a hundred pound a month. And then with the podcast, the purpose of that really is that, um, well, throughout school, I always sort of had a different mindset. I thought about things in a different way. And before I thought maybe it's because there's a bit of a culture difference between what I have at home and what there is generally. What I saw is a lot of complaining, a lot of people bragging about how they have done, um, you know, terrible things. And um, it's just weird. Like, you know, they used to be like, oh, um, I, I had less sleep than you. And that was supposed to be a brag or good in some way. And I never really worked with me. And then as I grew grew older, a lot of people thought I had my quote unquote shit together. Um, which I can assure you that some of it is just all over the wall and some of it is together in a pile somewhere. But where that is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but yeah, so I was sort of known as that. I sort of eventually I came into the personal development quite early. Um I was frustrated one time with the teacher and school work in general. So then I learned about Brian Tracy and it was just then reading obviously rich dad, poor dad, and all these books and stuff. But um, then it was just sort of, I found an obligation that there's so many people out there that are just absolutely failing at life because they were never taught how to use credit cards or basic things, you know, that we take for granted because we understand money and we understand how it works. So just sort of teaching everyone that. And it's also a backtrack that, um, you know, I can, it's like a, like you said, it's like a brain dump, you know? It's everything that I've learned as well um, in audio format, which will be there forever. Mm, mm. I can always go back on there or even like, you know, family members, friends and things like that. When people ask me, what would you do in this situation or this and that? Well, actually I've done, maybe I've done an episode on it. I can point them towards that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's interesting. So um, the brain, the brain dump thing is, uh, is is not really doing it justice to be honest, because each I, th- I think for, for me, each episode, in its own right, is not a brain dump. Each episode is a, um, especially so when I'm doing a talk on a specific topic. They are they are things I genuinely believe. They are things that yeah. I've 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 learned through experience, or they're areas that I'm genuinely curious about. So I've done some research. Yeah, exactly. And I'm yeah. sort of sharing that knowledge. I suppose for for me, the whole thing about doing the podcast and the accountability thing I was talking about. It was, it's more of a kind of a, actually, where's, where's the, where's the structure for all of this, all of these things? Cause all of these things sort of linked together. So the whole thing you mentioned about mindset, yeah, um, you mentioned about uh, motivation uh, and you talked about, um, you know, being different and kind of finding, finding your own path through, through life, um, that might be might be sort of contrarian to what you see a lot of other people uh, are doing, and I suppose uh, for, you know from my perspective, um, I um, I'm, a, I'm sort of quite uh, interested in in a wide variety of different things, and then there's a risk then that I can get really easily distracted by things as well if I'm not careful. So actually having this focus each episode is a is a is a sort of well thought through piece of work well hopefully anyway i've only had one one star review uh and uh and that was a rating so no 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 words for me to work with or to, to work out what was going mm-hmm. on or why uh but um but yeah, but it, so, that, so that each, each item in its own. but there's definitely, there's a system in there somewhere. There's a model in there somewhere that actually could be really helpful. If it's kind of recrafted in a different way, presented in a different yeah. way in a structure that then people then can follow more, more seriously. And, and Exactly. Be more I helpful. think that
1: it is a conti- I think that doing a podcast, um, is a continuous is or you're also continuously learning yourself. I mean, what is the best way to communicate across to people, In a way where you can essentially change their life, right? And that's the whole goal of it. Is that look at the end of the day, if you keep doing everything that you've always done, you're just gonna. You're you're here because you're here right now because of all of what you've done before. So if you want to get somewhere else, you're gonna have to do something different than what you had done before, right? So like you know you've you've obviously you've had right you've had multiple businesses right.
2: Yeah, and yeah, yeah.
1: Um, you recently, I think maybe a year ago, was it that you sold your last business that you found you co-founded? Was it? Yeah, under- no, we,
0: we didn't co. We didn't co-found it. We uh, we we bought into it on a management buyout, and then um, and then uh, yeah, ran the business for uh, for for four years with uh, as, a, as a private equity backed business, uh, and then and then yeah, we 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 were bought by a PLC um, uh, back in uh, back in February of last year so 18 months ago yeah and still still there still very passionate yeah. about what the business does um and uh, and enjoying working with the team building the team because there's lots of opportunities for that business uh to come but um but yeah that's so that's the that's the
1: story there yeah no it's it's a good it's it's very look i remember when we were speaking so for the listeners out there we're both part of a mastermind and we had a we met in um In Peterborough in London, in UK, sorry, not in London. (laughs) Um, it's a bit far from London. But um, yeah, we met there, we had a nice dinner together and um had a good chat actually Mm. um about lots of stuff and I could tell straight away how passionate you were about that business.
2: Mm.
1: And it's good to see that because what do you see when ninety-nine percent of people, at least 80% of people that go nine to five, they hate their job, right? and when you realize that even if you are you know 30 40 years old if you just consistently invest in the stock market in ind- pa- you know index funds uh, passively managed index funds uh, you know it's one of the easiest ways to become financially independent and anyone can do it with a little bit of education
2: mm-hmm.
1: and this is the whole thing really is that yeah you should um Start learning more yourself. Yeah, really. After school, um, and this is the whole point of my podcast as well. Is that after school they really did not teach you much, but you need to go take it upon yourself to learn what is what you need in the world to yeah. become what you want. There's no point blaming other people because at the end of the day, you can keep blaming them until you're 90 years old, 100 years old. But you're just gonna I would have had a shit life. So what's the point? You need yeah. to take ultimate responsibility where you are and right now, whether you like it or not, is because of you.
0: Yeah. And it's, um, it's ironic that we're talking about this now because, uh, I've, I've got an 18 year old and a 16 year old daughter. And they're going to be so annoyed when I tell them when they hear this, Uh, but um, but but we we, yeah we've been because just done their A levels just done their their GCSEs, and uh, and you know quite right they want to enjoy themselves they want to kind of enjoy their summer and and all of that sort of stuff totally get that, but. um, uh, particularly with 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 the eighteen year old she's contemplating university or not and and all of those yeah. sorts of things so so I'm trying to encourage them to think about about what it is they want to do not for their whole lives I'm not expecting them to kind of map out. You know the next seventy years, and and you know have, have yeah. that all nailed, uh, but um, but you know the next you know seventy minutes would be sort of helpful. Do you know what I mean? To have a bit of a yeah. plan for that. I mean,
1: this is the whole point. If you don't plan something, then you you will literally have someone else's priorities put on top of you.
0: Yeah, exactly. And exactly.
1: their priorities are not going to have your best interests in, in there, right?
0: It's it's um yeah. It's, it doesn't happen very often does it i mean i think with with a company uh, like like newheat which what we what we're building is a culture where um where you know uh, people get the opportunity to um to 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 bring their best selves to work and the same with the group company as well uh, that that that's acquired us um there's a new CEO who's come in who's very keen to make sure that everybody gets the opportunity to bring their best selves to work. But it's a it's quite a long, quite a long road, you know, to kind of build culture and build opportunity. Yeah, and and when when people come to work, you wanna ha- you wanna make sure there's an environment there where people can enjoy themselves, express themselves. Yeah. Um and um and we do that through um uh, through through values, all having shared values. And when we and we talk about uh, uh, how we do things, uh, when we uh, interview people, uh, when we give people feedback for doing good stuff for customers, uh, when we look at um, you know personal development and that kind of thing, we 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 do that with kind of an eye to the values of the organisation uh, in mind, and and uh, and so that's a key part of it, and then. Also, it's it, there's having those shared values because that makes you a, a bit of a tribe. But it's also about um, how do you uh, interact with each other. You know, what kind of um, what kind of communication the different people need from each other to get the best out of them. Because we all like being communicated with in slightly different yeah. ways. And when sort of leaders uh, communicate in a way that suits them, but not the people that they're communicating with, then yeah. that's when you get the problem where. You know, people say a lot of people don't leave companies they leave they leave bosses you know yes, so, 100%. so so that connection is uh yeah. is 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 really key but it takes time to build that and when i've been in jobs uh, in the past where um i've i've not seen that I've not seen that culture, you know, and, and I've, I've seen the MD talking, uh, and, and I've kind of wanted to work for the company that he's talking about, but I don't recognize it as, yeah. as the company that, that I work for. So I, I, I just always, 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 I'm trying to make sure that if I'm running a business, what I say, and, and then how it feels, those two things line up. Otherwise I'm not doing mm. my job properly.
1: Yeah, no, I think you hit the nail on the head there, really. And I think that what I've seen is um, like, obviously, look, I haven't been around for um, that long and I haven't been working for that long, really. I've only had maybe five, six jobs um, and none of them really that that long. I mean, my main one was this accountancy and that's just a desk job, but it's 100% you can see that the world is moving away from do what I tell you because I tell you to do it and you shouldn't enjoy work. And it's moving more towards people want to work for a company that's, you know, cares about their customers, cares about the environment, has more of the corporate social responsibility mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. Yeah. And the companies that were there before that are, you know, maybe a bit old school in the way that they do things, they're getting left behind really. And I can see this even with my own boss that I'm going to be leaving soon enough anyway is that when you don't take the person on, you know, if you don't take someone on the ground, on the people on the ground are going to give you the best feedback, right? Mm. If you don't take that on, you don't change your business, you don't care about the customers. Like, unfortunately, that is the case within my um, work. Is that you know my boss doesn't really care about the customers, and it's not great. Um, and I get a lot of complaints myself, and I'm and I'm just sort of like, well, <laughs> that's not good, you know. Even before when I, I've been working for him for some years now, and when in the first year, I um, produced a document which had about 20 to 30 ways in which I was able to save the company time and mm. therefore money. Mm. And this all involved the idea of continuous improvement, or Kaizen, as the Japanese call it, yeah. where you'd take one thing that you do again and again and again, and you look, how can I improve this, essentially? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if I'm going to write a letter again and again and again, how about having a template for that letter so I don't have to do the dear sir or dear sir slash madam whatever at the beginning. And, um, you know, he basically threw out the wind. He said, I don't care. And um, at that point, I knew that this isn't really... um, I sort of just stuck with it to finish my accountancy qualification. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But really, the passion is within property because I've seen what it can do. And um, I know so much about it. It's stupid not to um, to play to those strengths. Yeah. I mean, after you've seen the laws change and you've dealt with like many tenants and builders and investors and stuff like that, like, like I said, I haven't been on the game that long. I haven't had that much experience, but it's enough to say, right, you know, I know what I'm doing here and uh, I just want to do more of it really and want to get into better, bigger and better stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. And if you've got an open mind to 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 learning, then sometimes actually having a having an experience uh, like that can actually be as as helpful for you as as having a really good experience. It's actually sometimes even more helpful because then if you're seeing how um, you know you're you're being led or managed or whatever, and you don't like it. Then you can you can take from that and say okay so there's a there's a really good model for how not to do it so yeah, when I'm exactly. so I suppose when you're running your own property empire uh, then you've got you've got then a kind of a, a view of okay so what kind of ethos am I gonna I'm gonna run this on and- yeah one
1: hundred percent one hundred percent and even in the property world I know landlords that have really got it wrong or really got it you know. They get the worst tenants in there, and then the tenants don't pay. The property's in a crap condition. You have to spend twenty grand refurbing it to get the right. So basically, you get into the continuous cycle, right? For the listeners out there, the cycle is: you don't want to spend money on the property. Your property attracts lower class or like, uh, you know, people on benefits, but people that don't really care about the property. Um, you know, may, they may not necessarily be poorer, but they just um, they behave differently. Um, and they don't really care about the property because it's in a shit state anyway. So what happens is that the property deteriorates further. They think that you don't care or whatever and um, they don't pay you the rent. And with the way that the law is in this country is you're pretty much screwed if, you, if, you, if the, your tenant stops paying you. There's not much you can do. You'll have to wait between probably nine to 18 months to get your property back. And yeah, you're obviously paying the mortgage throughout this time, paying the insurance throughout this time. And you're supposed to obviously get all of your gas safety checks done and your electrical safety checks done. In the meantime, even if your tenant is um, not very uh, is not cooperating with getting trades around and stuff like this, and then eventually maybe by some miracle you get them out, and uh, after as many years of not getting rent or very little rent, and then you decide, well, the property needs to be done up, uh, needs needs another ref, needs a good refurb but you don't have the money for it because you haven't been paid and you don't want to take a loan or whatever and you don't get the property done up and guess what you attract the same kind of tenants so someone needs to break out that cycle to bring quality products to the market that attract top-notch tenants i mean like the last property i put on the market i had 100 inquiries within a week Mm. i had to put the rent up Mm. because I was getting too many inquiries. Right. And then when I onboard a tenant, I give them a welcome pack. I give them soap and toilet roll, some tea and coffee. I mean, it costs me like five quid, but things like that, um, they stick in people's mind. Mm. Mm. And then, you know, I've also started to implement another thing where I'm going to make a calendar where, with all my tenants' birthdays on it. And I'm going to send them an Amazon gift card for £10. Mm i send them one in, in Christmas anyway. Yeah. But this is going to be a lot more personalized, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a great idea. <clears throat> yeah, and I I know lots of it, so it sounds a real shame so that that story you described about the kind of downward spiral uh just sounds like such a wasted opportunity because yeah. Because you know you've, we've all got the option to create an upward spiral instead of a downward spiral and yeah. um, and so many people that I know or that I've met in the last twelve to eighteen months or so, who are uh, uh, property investors, they've got a specific uh, connection with a uh, almost like a social problem that they want to help people through. So there's somebody I know who had a real problem with um, with an estate problem, a probate problem when oh, they okay. had a relative who passed away. So they know yeah. that they they know help help people um to 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 move specifically to move properties in that kind of a situation and they got a sensitivity
1: and understanding that that's an emotional time for people yeah exactly and it is emotional and i mean like i've uh, i don't remember off the top of my head but i think that so when you when someone dies and then you have to pay capital gains tax so one of the things is to say um you would basically you have to pay the tax before you can get the properties. So this becomes a catch twenty yeah. two. For example, if you, if you had inherited some properties that have got roughly maybe a fifty percent equity in there, meaning that the mortgage is fifty percent off the you know the the, um, the value of the property. Hmm. And therefore, you can. I'm just trying to explain. I know you would understand. I'm just trying to explain it. For no, no, go. Okay. Yeah, it's there. good. It's good. Is so, 50%. So, say you had a million pound worth of property that you're going to inherit, 500,000 pound is on mortgages and 500,000 pound is basically equity. And you can actually borrow up to 800,000 pound against those um, properties. So, what you would do is you would traditionally, if you had that sort of thing, is you would traditionally go to a bank or multiple banks and you would refinance them at 75, 85% loan to value. So you would then pull out £800,000. You'd pay off your original £500,000 and you'd be left with £300,000 worth of cash that you can do whatever you want with. Obviously, I wouldn't advise you to go and buy a Lambo because it'll break down. (laughs) You go buy a couple of properties and maybe you can lease a Lambo. And then if it breaks down, it's not your problem. (laughs) Good advice. Um, but you know, this is the thing. So going back to the point, if, if I was to inherit a million pound worth of properties, I can't actually get access to those properties to refinance them or do anything with them until I pay the capital gains tax. Mm. Capital gains taxes is at what? 28% which on is property. Quite yeah. 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 And, um, they won't actually release the estate to you. And also I'm sure that you have to do this within this ridiculous time period. I think they've actually extended it, but it was even like, look, at the end of the day, if if you've lost a loved one, now you don't want to be thinking about this crap, do you? Mm. It's the last thing you want to think about is, oh shit, how am I going to um, pay for this? And then there's, there's potential opportunities where you have to negotiate with HMRC and you have to say, oh, okay, say there's 10 properties. Okay, let's sell two or three of them. Give us access so we can sell these and then pay your tax and get the rest of them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah
0: and there's uh i mean there's uh, there's other situations as well mm-hmm. where uh you know you have people um who who are who are kind of living in a rented accommodation and um and there's sort of health related uh, challenges in their lives and all that kind of thing as well and uh, there's another person i know who who's, who's particularly tuned into the uh the kind of um the sort of the mental health side of things and uh, and and uh, and and also uh, somebody else who's well tuned in on on the homelessness side of things. And uh, yeah. I mean, my 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 I had a, an experience of uh, of of landlords when I was uh, a student in Liverpool. It was back in the early nineties. I'm pretty sure things have changed since then, but. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was it was not not a good experience. And then I had some great landlords after that, and and it really really makes a difference, you know, because the yeah, landlord is supporting somebody potentially through a period of their life where uh, where they well um, they need it a might bit be of a help.
1: Or a down, Trans-
0: yeah, it could be an up, could be a down, it could be a transitional phase in their lives, and um, and yeah, and it's a, it, it's it's a it's a real help to have a landlord that you can you can uh, you know get some support from and, and some understanding.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's that's one of the things that I uh, sort of pride myself with like when I onboard a tenant, like I was saying, is like, look, I will say to them, if there's anything you don't understand in the contract, let me know. Mm. And I'll say to them as well, I'll say, look, we were never taught how to read contracts in school. Mm. After this stuff is jargon to you. Mm. So if you don't understand it, just let me know, right? Mm. It's better that we clear it up now yeah. um, before we sign. Or and then I even say to them, like I've even helped um, you know, utility bills and things like this, sometimes people, they don't understand what to do. So you say to them, look, even if it is outside of this property, outside of you paying rent in our contract, if you need help with anything you can ask me and if I can help you, I will help you. Mm. Or maybe I might just be able to point you in the right direction. Like a lot of people in the UK don't even realize that there's something called a citizens advice bureau, mm. which you can go to for free advice, you know, and there's also free solicitors that you can go to, um, for free advice as well mm. that, you know, yeah. in my town, we used to have it every single Thursday. You could go to a play or to a location and, um, you have to get his first come first serve, and there's literally solicitors there that have come straight from work out of their own time. no money's coming in their pocket, but they're doing it out of, you know goodwill really that's great cool cool
0: so um so I'm interested from your point of view then in um in 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 sort of whether because you, you've you've got you've got a focus you want to you wanna uh, double down on property by the sound of things and you wanna uh, share your knowledge via your podcast and that's kind of where you're going. So, so um is is anything happened to you where you've sort of felt like you've been a bit knocked off course uh
1: to to going after that going after that vision? Yeah, I, there's been many, many times. I mean, like, you know, the first project I did went absolutely tits up, cost about three times as much as it should have done, and also took about mm, double, triple the amount of time that it should have done. Um, but you know, you come back out of that. Uh read that was a semi, it was a commercial property, converted the upper half into flats, did that all by myself. I was about um yeah, I must have been about 21, 22 at the time when I started that took me about two years to do it, completed during COVID. Mm. Then even now, like look, that was a that was a headache and a half. I was driving three and a half hours, four hours up north to go and see this pretty much every single week. Mm. And for some reason, because I was a bit crazy at that time, I'd then come back and then go to the gym. And I don't know how I did that, but it, you know, it it just happened anyway. After over those two years, I managed to do it. That was a massive struggle. There was a lot of headache with that. And still to this day, the property, I still need to do stuff on it. Mm -hmm. And um, even I have spoke to one of my plumbers today. Uh, who I actually paid from go to from to come from south to go up north and fix this problem because it'd been reoccurring. He turned around to me and he said, Look, the person that's done this has basically shafted you. Mm. They've done, they've put he, for one example, they put a pressure reducing valve in the wrong way around. Oh, nice. And um, you know, I had continuous problems with this um plumbing system until this guy has come and sorted it out for mm. me. Mm. Uh, yeah, I paid an arm and a leg for it. Mm. Uh, but at least now it's done that's one example of you know something that has gone wrong i even had another my other project i did completed it covid came dropped the gdv by 400 grand from 3.2 to Mm
2: 2.8
1: that kind of knocks you off a little bit yeah it slows you down Mm -hmm. your money's tied up and it's not really getting much return at the moment Mm -hmm. mortgages have obviously gone up quite a lot. Mm and, you know, you get, you, you always do. I mean, I had a, even, there was one other thing, in fact, that's quite funny. Um, well, it's not, it's not actually funny, but um, I had a person, it's, it's really not funny. I okay. had someone die in one of the properties. Oh, no. Um, and that was an experience and a half, I tell you. Oh, wow. I had to go in there with my, um, with one builder and um, another guy. And we went full hazmat suit, doubled up, mm. double mask gloves and everything. So what had actually happened is that this guy hadn't been paying rent for a while. So I was writing him letters. He's an old school guy. So he doesn't, he has like a brick phone, doesn't really do it. So I've been writing him letters and stuff. And I used to, this would be, you know, like, do you want any help paying? Should I help you? Should I help you write a letter to to, to the benefits people or whatever you need help with? Let me help you. Mm. And then he was like, you know, not very um, receptive to it. And then one time I managed to actually knock on his door and he opened the door and he just seemed a bit out of it. Then six weeks later, get a phone call from the police saying, um, you know, we've had reports that there's been a smell and we've opened the door and, um, you know, there's a dead body inside and they've obviously removed the dead body in the carpet in which it was on. However, the whole property was full of maggots and flies. Mm. And I'll tell you when we got, we asked the, well, the the main the builder first went up there himself by himself and opened the windows and he sprayed about four or five cans of the ouse stuff, you know, like um this um insect like one, that. killer thing. Uh, yeah. no, um oh, did you air yeah, Sorry, air I was Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And um then we went up and it was in a terrible state and it took us uh, some time to get this Property full biohazard clear out means that you have to cut everything up and put it into black bin bags. Mm. You know, we didn't we didn't ever get a cause of death. The cause of death was unknown. However, after speaking to neighbours, we found out that um he apparently there's a pub across the road, apparently, and he goes there quite often and um apparently he hit his head or something they helped him back right and uh, and then i don't know maybe he had a concussion or maybe some something went there right,
2: yeah. and
1: then um yeah so that was um uh interesting and then obviously we had all the neighbors complaining when is it going to be finished it still stinks mm. all this crap uh and then to make things worse is that although that the floor was more well, thank, Thankfully the floor was concrete, which meant that we didn't have to redo all the floorboards. We probably added another two to three grand. Mm. Um, but it was concrete, but there were cracks in it, which meant that the person below was getting maggots on their bed and in their kitchen. So, um, You know, that was um, an experience, like I say, and I hope that I never have to go through it again. Yeah, yeah. But having gone through it early in the, you know, in the game, um, you know, I'm more of at the point now where it's like, you know, if something does come up and I've had challenges, loads of challenges in property, um, you know, big and small, and even outside of property, you know, losing money, getting scammed, whatever it may be. And, um, or even dealing with like family problems and general problems within, you know, your personal life and things like that, mm. or um, I just have the mindset now that whatever, it, whatever comes, I'll be able to deal with it. And uh, even if I think I can't deal with it at this moment in time, if it does come, then you will grow into and into it and be able to deal with it.
0: So where does that mindset come from then? Is that, is that, cause I was going to ask you sort of what lessons uh, well, what are the important lessons that you've learned? So, um, so yeah. So how, how, how would you, um, how, so what are the important lessons that you've learned
1: and where do you think that mindset comes from? Well, I think the mindset is really something that is, it doesn't really come from one place. I mean, it generally is just built over time, I think. And it's a continuously building it over time. And I think that a lot of it comes from practicing gratitude every single day. um, and also just realising um, on a fundamental level that everything is down to me. And it doesn't sound, uh, you know, it may sound like a bit depressing, but really if you actually deep go down into it, you realise that everything is down to me, which means I have all the power.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's No one else has got the power. It's only me. If If it was everyone, everything was down to the Queen or... Or the prime minister, or whatever. Then, by definition, I've given up. Yeah, I've said, "Fine, this is my my life, but you you own it. You tell me what to do, and I'm your slave."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I fully agree with that. I totally agree. If you take responsibility for a situation, that's the that's the first step towards putting yourself in control of it. You might not be in control. It might it might not be something that um, that you you could have prevented. I mean, most things in life you you can do something about you know most of the things people yeah. worry about they they can either do something about or they can't do anything about it, in which case there's no point in worrying about it because <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's one of those one thing or another uh, but um but yeah definitely take responsibility put yourself in control i i I totally agree
1: with that i think yeah focusing on what you can control i mean look the the world is in a shit state and pretty much always has been in a shit state in one way or another and um you know are you gonna get up every morning and cry about it or are you gonna at least try and solve your own what's going on around you, right? Mm, mm. And then maybe you might just solve something on a global level. But yeah. start with yourself and then your community.
0: And it's interesting what you said about gratitude. So um so how do you how do you go about doing that? Have you got kind of a like a daily practice or yeah, a specific I do. so every
1: single day for the last two years I have been um meditating every single day, having a cold shower every single day and, um, not every single day before I haven't exercised every single day, but I've tried to do something. pretty much nine times out of 10. Yeah. If it's even if it's for like a half an hour walk or something like that, Hmm. um, exercise is one thing that I need to get back into. I was really on top of it at one point and I was, um, you know, really did enjoy it at one point, but falling off a little bit, that's all right. We know we're getting back, back onto it. Yeah. Um, didn't help that i had uh, in fact i had two buffets over the weekend cuz i had a friend's birthday and my brother wanted to go to some buffet so yeah you know i've obviously put on a little bit of weight after that <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah 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 now but i've had, uh, I mean, i've had a few um, a few nights away in 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 hotels the last couple of weeks and uh, yeah the first the first uh, the first couple of days it was yeah definitely full English breakfast and then yeah. and then uh, after that I was on I was on yogurt and fruit after that because it just it just gets yeah, yeah it just gets it too much you up. slows you down yeah exactly I just felt lethargic exactly right
1: yeah it does there's too many carbs and like fried stuff that has got no nutrients whereas yeah I mean fruit for breakfast is great mm. I mean I I used to eat fruit and yogurt actually every day um, but what was your question I can't remember what it was you were saying. Um, well, where does, where no, I, I was Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I will, I will get up. I won't check my phone in the morning. I'll go and have a warm shower and then finish on a cold shower. Mm-hmm. Then I will literally just, I will still be in my towel. I wouldn't even have got changed change. And like now I'll start doing my meditation. I'll do what Tony, I'll first do a um, Tony Robbins, what he called priming, which is basically where you do uh, 30 sharp exhales and you think about three things, that you're grateful for mm. and um, is really sort of generally, I say, I would think of something that I've been grateful for within the 20, last 24 hours or just in general. Yeah. And then you do the same thing, 30 uh, sharp excels and you do, you know, go up and down with your hands as well. Um, for anyone, you know, just Google it, Tony Robbins priming, I think it's called.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, and then you think about three things that you want to achieve. Uh, And then I'll sit down and then I'll look at my um, affirmations. I'll listen to them and I'll read them at the same time. And then I'll do a five minute meditation. And then that's, then I will. And, you know, even if I wake up late for work, I will just go to work late and still do this. Right. Okay. I used to do it. I used to try and do it at work sometimes, Mm -hmm. but it didn't really work because you get too many distractions. Mm -hmm. But at home, you don't have the distractions. Mm. So it does
0: sound like, from a few things you've said, that you you definitely need to leave the job that you're at as soon as possible.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, well, look at the end of the day, and um, I I hope my boss isn't listening. If he is, then I actually just don't care anyway. <laughs> Fire me right now if he wants. And um you know, I I spend a lot of my time at work actually doing my own stuff, mm-hmm. looking at my own property deals. Um replying to emails and doing that. And it's great because I'm getting paid to do my own work mm. that I may not necessarily get paid for. I mean, yeah, I do get paid for it, mm. but it's not like I'm getting paid by the hour for every single email I'm replying to. Yeah. And um, you know, just general ad hoc stuff. I'll do it at work or researching. You don't get paid for the research, do you? No, no. I've analyzed about I've over the last few years. I mean, I've I, since I've been tracking them. I've analyzed over 30, 40 property deals and uh and I've gone for I think two or three of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or you know, some of them I've tried to go for and then they've fallen through or whatever. But um you know, you don't get paid for all of those times, do you? No,
0: no. I uh, I read a book called uh The Five Hour Workday. Uh there's a there's a there's a company in the States I'm five just, hour work the day. five hour work day. I'm just just I'm just looking around now to see if I've got a copy of it here. But there's there's a um I can't see it. Yes, it is. Yeah, Does it sounds similar to the other one. What's it called four hour
1: work week or something like it's, that? It's the it's the that's the four hour work week. That's uh Tim Ferriss, yeah, Tim
2: Ferriss. Yeah,
0: so, so the five hour work day, um, by Stefan Arstol, a a r s t o l, live differently unlock productivity and find happiness and this guy um uh, runs a company uh that makes uh, stand-up paddle boards in the states i think they're called trojan paddle boards no tower paddle boards and uh, they, got, uh, they got an investment from uh, Mark Cuban. Uh, it's, oh, wow. they, they were on Shark Tanks, which is the equivalent of Dragon's Den in the UK. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they, um, they've implemented the five-hour workday. And part of the principle behind that was that actually people who are kind of almost like tied to the desk for eight hours a day, uh, are not productive for that eight hours. It's not possible to be productive, fully productive no, for eight mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. And uh, and because they're a kind of a lifestyle type company, you know, stand up paddle boards in Miami. Yeah. I can't remember where it was, Miami, something like that. And that kind of um, that kind of uh, outdoors freedom. It was kind of incongruent with their values to kind of uh, mm. to kind of not have that. So I think it's nine till one. And if the work but the job's got to get done, right? So if you can get the job yeah. done nine till one, then you can go. There's more work that needs to be done. There's more work that needs to be done. But effectively stay, the principle yeah. is you know, you focus
1: and you and you and you, you do That's it with quality. Great. I mean, that is perfect because realistically, working nine to five or nine to six, I mean, the whole day's gone. You can't do if you want to call up the chemist or the doctor or whatever, you're screwed. You have to take a day off or half a day off. Yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. do anything. Yeah. Um, you know, and especially damn, I mean it might, it, it's hard to like get calls in with builders and stuff like that during the, during the work day. And, um, it's most of the time I do it while I'm traveling mm. or I tell my boss, I want to go for a walk and, uh, and I'll go and I'll make these calls during the walk, walk or I'll be writing emails. And it's, you know, he said to me before, like I've picked up the phone, uh, cause I didn't know what number it was or who, you know, generally you just pick it up and you say, who is it? All right, fine. Email me or call me back. Cause I'm at work. Mm. And then he'll turn around he'll be like oh who's who are you on the phone to and all this and that crap Mm. and um exactly man you're not you're not productive not at all i mean why why would you be how how could you be productive you've just woken up at probably stupid o'clock to go and get on a shit train for an hour and a half to come to a job that you don't like and everyone probably stinks and is depressed around you (laughs) And then, uh, you know, how could you expect to be productive in mm. that? Mm. And that's what I was saying before as well. It's moving a lot. It's moving away from, oh, do what I say because I tell you to. Right?
2: Mm.
1: Mm. Now well, it's, it's completely different.
0: Yeah, well, and, that, and that's, that's why, like I say, where, 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 where I am and at any place that I, that I work, uh, in, in, in my career, it's got to be about. There's a passion there, and there's a there's a drive there to 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 do good for for other people. And you know, so we at New Heat, we sell underfloor heating and, and renewables. But actually, our purpose is is to is to help people heat homes in a better way so it's mm. beyond selling a product you know and and yeah. and genuinely we talk about that as our purpose and and helping people heat in homes you know people people talk about that. that's yeah. why we do what we do and um and so yeah for me i don't think you can overplay uh, that purpose thing at all because uh, because that does provide the energy uh, that that people people need to, to to sustain themselves and you know we sometimes uh things are more challenging than than others don't get me wrong but you know encouraging people to make sure they're taking their breaks and getting that variety and all those sorts of things is is really really important for a happy working life
1: so yeah breaks are incredibly important
0: yeah definitely definitely i was just going to say because time's time's nearly up i've and i'm really sorry i could i could carry on talking for ages but but I've, i've i've got to go in a couple of minutes so Is there anything that you want to ask me before we... Yeah,
1: I've got a few questions to ask you, but I'll just pick one. Okay. And I'll tell you what, let's do another podcast episode as well. Yeah, yeah, cool. Potentially in the future, um, maybe like a month or whatever. Yeah. Um, Do you think that purpose is found or made? So, i.e., would you find your purpose or do you make it?
0: Right, okay, so that's... That's a really fascinating question. So, so my personal my personal belief is that is that your that your purpose is is within you. So, if you if you look in if you look in outside for it, then you're unlikely to find it outside of yourself. Um, you're actually probably more likely going to find it inside yourself. Um, so, I so I think I think purpose is something that is uh, is 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 a is 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 unlocked so it's something that is inside you and and you discover it and because life's a journey and there's external inputs and your environment changes then things then happen to you i think it's possible for that purpose to to change and to evolve and to refine and Mm -hmm. so so me age 18 Um, I wasn't even thinking about purpose when I was eighteen years old, Uh, but um, but my the purpose I was living a purpose then, uh, whether I put a name to it or not. Right. So um, so it's when you kind of start to drift. That's when you need to reconnect with, which I suppose you could say, uh, find uh, your purpose um yeah. uh, but that's for me it's about it's about unlocking it so so uh, but yeah purpose purpose is created it's created by the environment the environment that you're in the things that happen to you the things that resonate with you so if you've got a passion uh because a passion potentially is another word for purpose okay a passion is something that you love yeah um, and and if you can ask yourself okay so so what's in my story what's in my history what's in my life that makes me so passionate about this and you can think of an experience in your life that um, that has kind of caused you to be interested or focused in this area, then that can actually do a couple of things one, it can help you to understand why it is that that is your why and the second thing um, is that actually if you if you can um, tap into the story that means that you're interested in it actually it gives you a way of talking about your your purpose that actually um is is really really relatable for other people because mm, people resonate yeah. with each other's stories and and exactly. somebody can relate and if you've got a story to tell then you know uh, then then you you will you will attract or appeal to people who are sharing the same uh sharing the same vibe as you sharing the same thought yeah, process as you whatever it Exa- may be. exactly because you've got that ability to to connect and empathize so so kind of um I, i've cheated really and answered your question by saying in a way it's kind of a bit of both uh, but um <laughs> but but I, I believe it's kind of it's kind of unlocked and because you have to be aware of your purpose to actually then be able to take action on it so yeah that's what i think
1: Mm, interesting yeah because i i wasn't sure this is why i asked you the question actually because i wasn't sure because i thought on the one hand you may say okay it's within you and it's maybe quote-unquote innate or something like that Um, and then on the other hand i find that i mean generally when people ask me you know it's all about following your passion and all this crap but i mean (laughs) how do you how do you find that and i always say i always think like in a way this is what I've done is I've just tried as much as I can. Mm. I mean, I've, you know, I've worked before I was in accountancy. I worked in an optician. I got into university for chemistry. Mm. I worked in a school as well. I did some private tutoring. i worked in um, events in hospitality, yeah. security. And, um, you just, you just go for it. Like <laughs> whatever. Mm. I mean, this is the thing. Oh yeah. I was going to mention about your daughters as well. I mean, the way that i would look at it and um is that you sort of look at it on a maybe a a year a 6 month to a year or 18 month or 2 year time frame you just basically pick out a time frame 3 mm. months 6 months whatever it is and you say okay i'm going to do x for this amount of time yeah and if it works and i enjoy it after that great i'll continue if it doesn't i'm going to choose something else
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: and i mean why wouldn't you go and try as many things as you can. Absolutely. And then maybe you'll find your purpose out Uh, of those. Absolutely. And And in that case, it's made, right? Because you put, you found it in a way, but then you've also made it because you've put effort into these things and then you realise, I mean, it's like the story that, um, you know, if you're scared of spiders, go and research them and then you actually become fascinated by them.
2: mm, mm,
1: One mm. of those things, right? Yeah. yeah. I think that we should, um, yeah, wrap up. If you've got places to be yes
0: okay so I, i've got to go but just just to, uh, so I, I i love i love what you what you're saying there and i think that um the other thing about a purpose is it doesn't have to be a job it can be just something that you enjoy mm-hmm. uh, and i just went in and yes. I spoke to my daughters and i said uh you i pointed at my oldest daughter <laughs> and i said i said you you are genuinely funny you know you have, you've got a gift to make people make people laugh um, so, so, so don't, don't think about, so, 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 so just think about that. And you seem to really enjoy it as well. You know, sometimes it's my expense winding me up. Right. But, um, but, <laughs> but, 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 but she, but she makes me laugh. She makes other people laugh. And my other daughter has got a gift for movement. You know, she's, she's a, she's a, she's a really great dancer. And so, you know, just enjoy exploring those, those gifts that you've got. Yeah. Research the things that you enjoy doing. So watch comedians, watch different kind of um, performers and dancers
1: doing their thing. Yeah, 100%. get into the get into the area, get into the industry. Yeah, yeah. Even if you have to do it for free, and um, I'm sure Daddy will pay for it, right? <laughs> the, the expenses. Well, as long as, as long as, <laughs> as long as I get a cut of the equity of the
0: business they set up, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, look, listen, Monty, it's been brilliant to talk to you, and um, I'm sorry, I've I've got, I've got to, I've got to cut it off there, but um, but yeah, it's been great to catch up, and thanks for uh, doing it. this joint yeah, show. Yeah.
1: It's been great. Thanks for having me on your podcast. And yeah, thanks, thanks for, well, I'm, I'm happy we finally managed to get a time that worked for both of us.
0: Fantastic. Thanks for listening to People with Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Tell all your friends. And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People with Purpose, just get in touch. All the
2: details in the show notes. Thanks, bye!